listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, and on today's episode, joined by Christy Jones with Intermountain Health. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here with you this morning. Well, we're excited to have you. I know you're going to offer a lot of um, information, good information for our listeners today. You know, we are living in wild times, of course. Things are ever-changing. And uh, going through a pandemic while being pregnant or being a first-time parent can be even more challenging on top of everything else that being pregnant or being a first-time parent entails. Uh, and so today we're, we're talking about um, postpartum depression amid the COVID-19 pandemic and, and what that looks like um, and the resources that are out there for people um, because we know things are very different and stress levels are different during a pandemic and stress levels are also different during uh, a pregnancy or, you know, being that first time parent. So Christy, what, um, what are some of the things, first of all, that we should look out for as friends or family, uh, as we're still practicing the social distancing, but then also, you know, caring for loved ones, family members, friends who may be pregnant right now or just had a baby. What kinds of things should we be looking for, making sure, you know, that their well-being is, is being taken care of? You know, it is so important right now in the midst of everything that's going on. We're all feeling distant from each other and we can't connect with our families. But we can still look out and help um, our families, our friends, our loved ones. Things that we want to look for in a woman who's pregnant or postpartum are um, baby blues are, are typical. About 50% of women can suffer from baby blues. That's maybe a one to two week thing. But if someone's baby blues go on longer than that couple weeks and if their mood is changing, they're um, having perhaps a, a stressful birth or a, an infant who is difficult um, with sleeping or eating or has some medical challenges, maybe a traumatic labor or delivery. And perhaps if they have mixed feelings about the, the pregnancy, another thing is if they're just feeling that ongoing anxiety where they, they just can't get their anxiety managed and are having panic attacks. And you'll see maybe an inability to care for themselves or an inability to care properly for the baby. And so really just watching out and watching for something that is different from the norm. You know this person, you love this person, so you're looking for signs that are different than the norm. And we see that about one in seven women will suffer with postpartum depression. And we want to make sure that people don't feel like they have to suffer and that this is normal because there is treatment available for them. And I'm sure that during times like we're in right now, I mean, it can definitely increase anxiety. You know, a lot of us are 
probably starting to feel some of that social social isolation set in. And, you know, maybe if they're not even a first-time mom, but a second-time, third-time mom, and maybe they haven't had postpartum in the past, that doesn't mean that they can't get it now and and probably at, with some of these extra stressors being added in can play a factor in that. That's correct. Uh, then whether it's the first baby, the third, the fourth, they may still be susceptible. And the added anxiety of worrying about not being allowed to have visitors at the hospital or not being able to let the family members come in and see the baby and really that safety issue of keeping themselves and their their newborn safe so that they don't get exposed to the COVID-19, all of those are things that weigh on a new mom or a family. And there are things that can be put into place when they have these concerns related to, to COVID. And there are things that family members can do if they can't be there in person. You know, they could send meals, um, they could send gift cards for groceries or restaurants for takeout, um, leave gift bags or groceries on the, the front porch. And always, of course, there's the safety of wearing a mask if the family has to go out in public, um, utilizing Connect Care or some other virtual type of setting to have follow-up visits whenever possible so that they're not having to go out in public. So there are some strategies people can put in place that might help with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something, you know, we're all kind of looking into right now as we've been social distancing. We know some restrictions are going to start lifting uh, slowly as we kind of phase back in. But, you know, those FaceTime check-ins and uh, even just sending a text message, you know, making sure that someone's okay. Those are such important tools for us to be utilizing right now. Um, and especially, you know, when we're dealing with uh, someone who may be feeling a little more vulnerable at this time. We have worked really hard, and I shouldn't say we, I should say um, my colleagues at Intermountain are so amazing, and they have started an emotional health relief hotline. So if there's somebody who is just feeling so overwhelmed, they're feeling uh, they don't have any support, they could actually call into the emotional health relief hotline. It's a free service that we have been able to, to put together as Intermountain Healthcare and it's available seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And the calls that we've been getting have been important. They've been people in crisis or people who need connections. And knowing that we're able to help people so that they're not suffering in silence and not knowing what to do has been so meaningful for us. I want to give the number to the hotline because if any of the listeners um, feel like they need some additional support. Again, it's free to call. It's 833-442-2211. And again, 833-442-2211. The people responding to the phone calls are behavioral health uh, patient navigators. They have been trained. Um, there's also another mix of staff that are helping us with the phones who have all been trained and are well able and prepared to take the phone calls. Um, they are not going to do any diagnostics, but they will ask questions to assess where where is, is the person at? Are they at a high level of need? 
where it might be emergent that they get help. And if that's the case, they will do what we call a warm handoff, where they connect the caller to the University of Utah's Neuropsychiatric Institute, or UNI, and the UNI crisis line is actually our state chapter of the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. And so if they're in a high risk, they will be connected with UNI. If they're in a moderate risk where they don't seem to be in, in an urgent situation, then the care coordinators and navigators answering the phone will help them figure out how to access behavioral health care and help them figure out how to make an appointment to get into behavioral health care services so that they are not um, suffering in silence, so to say. And then got some materials that can be provided if they're just struggling but they don't seem to need access to a behavioral health provider. We really recommend an app called MyStrength. It's M-Y-S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H. And the MyStrength app has great resources. It's got resources for dealing with COVID-related anxieties. And the state of Utah has enabled anyone in the state to get a free two-month trial with that app during this COVID timeframe. And if, they, if people will download the MyStrength app, and as you register, there's a code, U-E-H, guest, excuse me, U-D-H-S, guest, 33. Put in that code, and then you'll have access to the supports in that MyStrength app for up to two months. Those are absolutely incredible resources. And, yes, everyone at Intermountain has just banded together and has been working so hard to provide so much for so many right now um, because we all do need to take care of each other. So again, it's the Emotional Health Relief Hotline, that number 833-442-2211. You said it's a free service for people. They can call in uh, if they feel that they need to uh, in a crisis situation or if they just need that that extra connection. And then that incredible app that you're talking about, the My Strength app, that free 60-day trial with the app, the code U-D-H-S, guest 33. I think that's absolutely incredible uh, for people to utilize, um, not just in times of a pandemic, but uh, in all times that's needed. Um, and so kind of bouncing off some of that, what are some general things, you know, for our listeners, if they do feel like they may be struggling with, um, you know, some of their mental health right now, uh, you know, going through the times of the pandemic that we've been in. Um, what are some tips you can give them uh, to to kind of give them a little more, um, you know, well-being for their mental mood? The tips, they, they are going to sound so simple, but when we are stressed or feeling anxious, we sometimes forget these simple things. And so there, there are strategies like staying connected with your friends. Just because you can't see them right now doesn't mean you can't stay connected through video phone calls or text. And I've actually made a goal to text um, certain friends at a certain cadence to make sure that I'm checking in on all of my friends. And then I get those texts back. And right before we started this interview, I 
received a text from, from one of my friends saying, hey, I'm checking in with you. And so we've started this process. So doing something like that, you can even do the drive-by visits um, with family and, and friends. And one thing, go out for a walk. Mm-hmm. Put the baby in a stroller, wrap it up in a blanket if it's a cold day like today, and take it out and just go around the block. And I had a friend yesterday who called me and said, you know, I just I just went outside and I did two blocks, and I'm feeling so much different. So you don't have to do, like, an extreme workout. You can just go out and take the dogs or the baby and the kids for a quick walk. That physical activity is such a great mood booster. And then put things in place to reduce your stress and anxiety. If looking at um, the, the laundry that needs to be done is stressing you out, then shut the door on the laundry. If you don't have the strength to do the laundry, shut, shut the door on it. Maybe turn off the 24-7 virus news coverage so that it, you're not bombarded with it all the time. But just do things that Um, can help you. Focused meditation activities, relaxation, even a 10-minute yoga or meditation can help. One thing that I have found helps me is I have set a schedule, and every day I stick to the schedule, except for Sunday because that's my day off, (laughs) but I stick to the schedule. I get up at the same time, and then I go through, and I make a to-do list, and I Instead of looking at my to-do list as, oh, you know, darn it, I didn't get everything done, look at it as more like, wow, I got five out of my eight to-do items completed today, and I'm awesome. And the last thing I really want to talk about is if, if you are not getting help from any of these areas, ask, ask a friend for help. Mm-hmm. It's okay to reach out to the emotional health hotline or to your friends and family and say, I am struggling and I, I could use your help to to talk me through this. Yeah. And I think that that is a point that we can't stress enough. It's okay to ask for help. You're never sailing in this boat alone. There's always someone else that is, uh, you know, going through a similar situation, a similar struggle. Um, and you do, you need to reach out. You need to ask for help. There's no reason to ever be embarrassed or ashamed or anything when it comes uh, to your mental health, to the way you're feeling, uh, to the way you you know feel you can or can't take care of your family. So yes, ask for help. I think that's great. And I love, um, I love what you said. Shut the door on your laundry. Amen, sister. I shut the door on my laundry probably far too often. <laughs> That's, that's when you call mom and say, come come pick up a couple laundry baskets and give me a hand. Uh-huh, exactly. The, the laundry will be on the front porch. I love you and yeah. thank you. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Well, Christy, thank you so much for all of this information for our listeners. It is vital information for so many people. Uh, again, the Emotional Health Relief Hotline, it's a free uh, service provided by Intermountain Health. The hotline is open seven days a week, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. That phone number, 833-442-2211. You can call it. You can talk to the trained staff uh, that will be answering the phones uh, and, you know, helping you navigate, um, you know, whatever you may be feeling, be it postpartum depression, 
um, be it, you know, that self-isolation that you might be feeling, um, anything during, you know, this coronavirus pandemic. And then the other one, the My Strength app, uh, the code for that, UDHSGUEST33. Uh, you get a free 60-day trial of it. Great resources, Christy. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Have an awesome day. Thank you. You too. And hey, you're awesome for even getting one thing done on your to-do list. So you go, girl. All right. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for all you do for everyone. Stay safe and stay healthy. You too. Thanks so much. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.